0: Hello, and welcome to the Still Alive podcast. I'm Sarah.
1: And once again, I'm Mike.
0: And we're two struggling adults trying to juggle real life and games simultaneously. We're playing what we can, when we can, and however we can, and finding time to talk about it. And since it's such a big t- part of why we started this podcast, the topic we're covering today is always a sticking point in the gaming world.
1: Parenting and video games.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, we were we were gamers first, and then we were... Then we played so uh a little bit about um us uh mike and i uh, have two sons uh luke is two Marie, and a half a couple months oh yeah he's gonna be three next month oh yeah Ugh. no no <laughs> no go back to being a baby <laughs> well, we have another baby for that reason that's reese reese's just turned nine months no no go back to being a baby
1: <laughs> he's still a baby <laughs>
0: Yes, he's in the he's in the crawling stage though, so he's learning to crawl, and and it's like
1: it's more like wriggle around the floor and just inchworm on his face until he gets where he needs to go.
0: Yeah, he's an army crawler. <laughs> hey, he moves around faster than you would think.
1: Yeah, he's quick. One second you take your eyes off of him, and he's in the next room. Of course.
0: So obviously, gaming is gotten a little more difficult and of course as you know our lives evolve we have to change with the times and i figured it'd be a good idea to kind of do a little introspective and um outrospective whatever for respective (laughs) on parenting in general and video games not just the um parents hating on video games trope that exists like we do we hate video games so much how dare suck no video
1: games in our house
0: yes none no dancing either (laughs)
1: not for the kids they're for mommy and daddy
0: (laughs) so um not only that but just parents in video games I thought it would be an interesting idea to kind of discuss that too so starting it off like so who are game who are games actually for so Mike who are games actually for
1: I don't really think you could drop it into a one stereotype it's it's there's a little bit of something for everybody it it used to be the stereotypical gamer guys that didn't leave their house and would play Dungeons and Dragons all day or the uh, the bro gamers but there's there is literally something for everybody whether you have the time to play on a console and go through ridiculous amount of genres or you're on the go on your phone whoever you are there's something out there so I really don't think you could say that there's uh that video games are for a certain type of people
0: that's right I mean I figure if you go back in time If we were thinking about what games were made for, before the Nintendo even existed, they had the Atari, the ColecoVision, the arcades. Uh, The arcades are for kids, but at the same time, they're not for kids because, you know, adults would compete and stuff like that. And if you had an Atari or ColecoVision, um, it was like a family thing and everybody played. But when the Nintendo came out, they decided to put it in the toy aisle. And specifically the boys' side of the toy aisle. Because back in the day, things were split up. Here's the girls' toys, and here's the boys' toys. You still see a little bit of that. But uh, it was put in the boys' toys aisle. And I think that's where a lot of the stigma thinks. Like pe- A lot of the time, it's like parents get mad at their kids for playing video games. But people also get mad at adults for playing video games. Is it necessarily video games? Or is it just people pissed off about people wasting time quote-unquote or doing something that they find wastes time if
1: they don't (laughs) understand it it's wrong if they're not into it it's wrong if it doesn't fit their lifestyle it's it's wrong i think a lot of people are not open-minded to it a lot of people just have the stigma the stereotype of what video games are who they're for and it's just deadbeats that play video games and will go nowhere in life that's that's the way a lot of people look at video games that didn't grow up playing them or have absolutely no idea what they're about
0: yeah, you know, because we, like, we grew up playing video games. In our last episode, we talked about kind of like how we were both born into video games. I literally was born the year uh, 1985. I'm old. Um.
1: <laughs> You're also brave.
0: Yes. Well, <laughs> that's the... Just before, uh, actually, Legend of Zelda came out, uh, I like to say me and Zelda decided to make our debuts around the same time. So I was born in uh, December, and I believe uh, the original Zelda... Came out in 1986. I don't know if it was November or February. I need to look this up. The Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda debut day. Um, But I like to say that the Nintendo, I grew up with it from the time that I was born to today. I mean, we play it all the time. And and if you grow up having that in your background, it's not like it's something strange or new. It came out and does not say, (laughs) damn Uh, it, Google.
1: Legend of
0: Zelda. Insane. It just says 1990 in 1986. I am I and now I need to know.
1: February 21st, 1986.
0: Alright, so literally like two months after me. I was I came first and then Zelda came second. <laughs> <laughs> but with uh this introduction of video games and growing up with them, it's like I, I know what to expect, I know what they're all about, and people who don't necessarily grow up with them may not have an idea of what they can do or you know how fun they could be what do you think
1: no yeah, that's that that's my thought exactly um I, I'm going back to you talking about arcades before and it's a, it's a shame that not too many people are going to experience how how awesome arcades are they're so far and few between so I'm, I'm daydreaming a little bit I mean you can do the <laughs> Dave and
0: Bustards if you really want to oh
1: no um where was it that we went there's uh we live in Pennsylvania there's a place called works in while missing pa and it is one of the uh the coolest arcades i've been to recently in recent years and it has a little something for for the kids to uh to play a little jungle gym area so mommy and daddy could go get a drink and go play in the arcade area um sarah got locked into a tomb raider and one of the uh one of the uh what, what are they called one of those interactive games where you actually get the gun and you have to um you're on rails and you go through shooting all the enemies and And all that stuff. So much fun! Did you beat
0: that? I didn't. Uh, We we got quarters. We did not. We um we ran out of time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, it's a it's quite a drive for our house, and we had to drive all the way back. I think the last time we, yeah, we it was way way back, like
1: February.
0: Yep, February right before lockdown, and um, I had actually (laughs) it's funny I was pregnant with my second son when we went. It was a Valentine's Day thing we did. And, um, yeah, they had a really awesome arcade with skee-ball and all sorts of games that you could play, like, both they arcade. Had escape
1: room in there. They had the VR games. Uh, they, they just had a ridiculous amount of, it. I, I can't even, I can't remember everything because it's, it's been over a year since we went there. Yeah, they had go-karts in there. It was a, <laughs> they had a full bar, a full restaurant. It's a, pretty awesome place. If you're in Pennsylvania near Wild while missing at any point, stop, stop and go there.
0: It's a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, even just talking about that, like we, as you know, as adults, people are expected to switch their perspective and look at, uh, I guess, more serious things. So focusing on work and raising your kids and keeping the house and keeping your yard, It's important to
1: keep that stuff balanced. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like anything else in life. It's, uh, you want to you have a, a healthy uh, balance. Uh, uh, too much of anything is not a good thing. Too much video games, too much chocolate, as I know. <laughs> too much of anything. So obviously you don't want to sacrifice any time with the kids or the family events or anything else, but it's just, just make sure you keep it balanced. Make sure you don't forget about your other responsibilities in life.
0: Yeah. I feel like uh, with a generation that grew up with gaming, so you know, starting off with the NES for a lot of people, then going into Sega, which is the edgier console, and then PlayStation, the even more edgy console, and then the Xbox, and now there's you know realistic graphics and all sorts of crazy thing and stuff like Mortal Kombat now isn't nearly as it, It's like back in the day, if there's a little splash of blood, it was like, oh my god, there's red paint in the well, video I, game. Pixelated you have red. VR
1: games where you're actually inside the game. I mean, Half Life Alex, it's it's not a gory game, so it doesn't really f- fit into that gore area. But it's
0: put about becoming more Evil? and more. How about oh Resident Evil? God. Do you want to go back and it's do that?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was. No, no. I you feel know, like triggering keep... the PTSD.
0: Yeah, up in the ante about that PTSD. What's wrong? You don't want to go into you don't want to go back and play.
1: Yeah, well, you... no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to experience <laughs> playing first person and the character putting their hand up and getting a, a knife through it. And God, Ugh, God, hard pass. No, yeah, no. <laughs> you should give it a shot. No, thank you. When we get big enough and we have enough listeners, we should have a Sarah reacts to Resident Evil. Seven nope. In
0: VR. Nope. 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 I like to not have nightmares. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So that's so games. Who are they actually for? I mean, like you said, they're kind of for everybody. And as people who grew up with games, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of options out there. And and now that we're parents, we kind of have the perspective of people who have already always had this medium. It's kind of like growing up. Without cell phones, or growing up without a computer, or growing up without having certain things, I guess if you don't have it, you might have a different perspective or not be able to appreciate what it actually is. You know, the things that you. I mean, what is a? I'm trying to think of it in a perspective of something that because we grew up in the tech, tech, uh, technological boom. boom. So, what would Mm -hmm. the equivalent to us be? Because we're not, we're almost at that that point where like stuff starts sounding weird and we don't know what it is
1: <laughs> oh no i'm there i'm, I'm absolutely there I'm, I'm starting to see more and more of the i don't i don't understand that reference i don't why what 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 does woke mean sorry i had to explain what woke meant to me um yeah. a few weeks back I, I maybe
0: maybe you're just in a maybe you're just in a bubble or something you just don't know
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe we've been locked inside for the last year and a half and i just don't know what's going on with the world
0: you're just lost in seo land it's fine um i would like th- i would like to think that maybe like snapchat and tiktok were pretty much at that point i mean i don't have a tiktok and i plan on getting a tiktok um but it's funny because i understand what that is and it's fine if people enjoy that i mean we live through the vine era and we live in an area of social media booms so a lot of people have that type of culture and it, i like again i it's something that I probably wouldn't do, but I still understand it and why people would want to.
1: Yeah, I I will struggle <laughs> with it. I I've tried the social media thing. I actually signed up for TikTok at one point, and there's some creative stuff on there. But I, I just I, I barely tweet. I I do not TikTok. This, is that what they say? Is that what yeah. the kids say? I I, I I TikTok. I don't TikTok.
0: Lookin, l- listen, Grandpa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I um Instagram. I have an Instagram. I. I'm reminded to post something every few months, but I just I'm not very good at keeping that stuff up, Uh, and I don't know if it's because of how much I put on my plate, or if it's just we're at that like you said we're at that stage where things are starting to become a little bit foreign to us, and we're we're figuring it out way too late and realizing. Uh, I'd rather play video games than TikTok.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's a, I think it's a time issue more than anything. I I feel like if we had more time to dedicate to other things, we'd try to fill it up with something else, you know, but right now, um, I would say 80% of our day (laughs) is kids work and house. And then the other 20% is whatever else we didn't get to (laughs) maybe sleep is 10%. I don't know. (laughs) Weird percentage. The last nine
1: months or so, since we had a our second baby, sleep is very, very low in the percentage.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, that that's what it is, I guess. We're like, I think that's part of what it is. It's just growing up with, uh, growing up with it, understanding it, and maybe just you know, if people would give it a shot, they might not think it's like I got my mom into ga- gaming. I bought, her, we <laughs> bought her in. She used to play Farmville on was it Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, I. Once they shut down Farmville, I don't because, think they shut it
1: down. I think they switched to mobile microtransaction land.
0: Yeah, but it was no longer on Facebook. And my no. mom's like, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I'm like, well, I have the perfect thing for you because mm-hmm. a Nintendo Switch Lite is awesome and you need to play Animal Crossing all day, every day. And now she does and she loves it and she thanks me almost twice a day. <laughs> okay, so. Moving on, let's go parents versus video games. This is more but about.
1: Before we move on, I want to ask you, I want to flip that last question around a little bit. So instead of who are video games for, who are video games not for?
0: Hmm. Flip Interesting. It on your head a little
1: bit. Is there anybody that video games are not for?
0: I think so I mean there's something out there for everyone so I'm sure anybody who wants to play video games can find something that fits their need I mean I'm not necessarily a huge fan of survival horror but there's like a million other games that I enjoy and I like to play and like I said my mom she's in her 60s and she loves Animal Crossing she has a Nintendo Switch and she only plays that and then I have a brother who has autism who loves to play um, Doom. Doom and really old games that are hard to find now that <laughs> used to run on DOS. But we found them and we got um, we got them on a tablet or we have them on his PC and he plays those. I mean, and he could figure them out and he knows how to play them very well, better than I can. And, um, and I mean, my older brother, he doesn't like any of the new games. He only likes to sit there and play NES games on his old console. But you know, what? whatever he enjoys, I mean, it's your time, do what you like with it. Pretty much. I kind of figure.
1: Definitely.
0: So uh, that brings us to our next discussion, which is a uh, discussion rather. Um, parents versus video games. Now, we already talked a little bit about this, about people not liking what they don't understand. Or maybe we don't understand. When there's something new introduced into the world, it takes a while for us to see the backlash. Sort of like, I'm not comparing video games to smoking by any means. Because it's, it's not even close or anything. Because one... Because uh, one is a drug.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, for and, analogy's sake.
0: Yeah, but for analogy's sake, people were told back in the day that cigarettes are great. And they're good for losing weight. And they're good for everything. And you should smoke three cigarettes a day and whatever. Hmm. Um, So you never really know when something new comes out, if it's going to have an adverse effect. Or if it's going to be something that's beneficial. Or it's not going to have any effect at all. You can do what you will with it. So I feel like a lot of the issues... like. One of the biggest ones is Mortal Kombat. Um, and uh, of course, active shooters and whether or not they play video games and all that sort of thing. That's like a really hot button topic. Whether yeah, video Mortal games. Mortal Kombat
1: is a thing that pretty much kicked off the whole. How bad for you are video games?
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, I think it was the uh, Sega Genesis that had Mortal Kombat with the blood, and everybody thought it was so cool. You could kick somebody and there's blood and there's fatalities. Yeah.
1: Didn't Super Nintendo have to um? Didn't they censor it?
0: They censored the blood.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I um, I actually uh, I growing up I didn't have a very powerful computer and one of the first computer games I played outside of a uh, Half Life was Rainbow Six. Was it the first one? I think it was Rainbow Six. I think it was the first one. And I actually went over uh, a family member's house to play to play the game, <laughs> and before going over there i had to uh had to promise it wasn't a uh, a war game or a violent game because there was the fear of me becoming a uh, a shooter i guess or it rotting my brain or this thing must that go with it uh, it was rainbow 6 I, I lied i said it wasn't so i locked <laughs> myself into this room i played rainbow 6 for 3 4 hours <laughs> once a week or so online absolutely loved it it was one of my favorite uh, pc first person shooters i had a ton of fun playing that game but it, it was it, it's just that I don't want to say old school mentality. Cause I know plenty of people in the boomer age and stuff that, that are into video games that do play video games and do really enjoy it or are, are experiencing it more as a hobby as they, uh, the entry of the retirement years need something new to uh, pick up. But it was that uh, I've experienced firsthand plenty about the, uh, the stigma that comes with violent video games.
0: I was very lucky because my mom's, never really thought about that, but she would always just be, she would always be in the room with us while we played games. I mean, we mainly played Mario and, well, my brother had Operation Wolf on on the NES, which was a war game. And, of course, you're running and gunning in Contra. There's all sorts of crazy, like, it's not hyper-realistic in the NES. I mean, you thought those graphics were super great back in the day. They still are. I love them. I'm not gonna (laughs) knock them. But, as games become even more real, it's about, I think it's less about whether or not games have an effect on people. Like, if, playing, if you're sitting there playing a game like Resident Evil, you're going to have reactions, but you're not going to go out and ration your bullets and stab people.
1: <laughs> no. I, I, I think there was a, a few years back, there was a, a shooter, and of course, one of the first early reports to come out was, the person has a Wii, a a Wii video game system. Wii. So did did that, did that influence the, uh, the acts, terrible act of violence, having, having a
0: Wii? What did he play? Wasn't it Wii Sports? I I don't think they went into that. Like, that's the thing. A lot of, I think the one person, uh, they, there was an active shooter and the game he played the most was something like Minecraft. And, you know, people will jump on that saying, oh my gosh, this is so scary. They're playing a lot of video games, but, do they know what Minecraft is? Probably not. I feel like a lot of people jump on the scared, don't know what to do.
1: Yeah, the the issue isn't the video games.
0: No, it's more or less examining the scapegoat rather than looking at the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, agree. I know that they used um, they use simulations and everything, but simulations and real life are not necessarily the same thing i sure they can give you training and show you how to do things, but that doesn't mean you have to act. And I think the thing here is that parents really need to just kind of be involved in what their kids are doing. And instead of saying, Oh, that stuff's terrible. You shouldn't be doing it. Maybe just take a look at what they're doing and see why they're enjoying it so much.
1: Join them. Be a um, be an active participant. Uh, one, one person I love to look to in regards to this is Terry Cruz. Uh, he uh, his son was into gaming, into into PC gaming. He was never a gamer. He wanted to be more involved with what his son enjoyed. Built a PC, joins him online, and, and and found a new hobby for himself. Don't just take an interest in what your kids are doing. Le- learn learn about it. Don't just shut it down.
0: Yeah, I mean, and of course, as parents with full time jobs and you know sometimes a side hustle on a podcast. Now, I understand what it's like to be stretched for time and wanting to get. A little time for yourself. And, and like, it could be tough. But, and Luke and Reese are not necessarily at that age where they're going to be trying new things and doing. Like, I, I could tell you, Luke is enjoying different things that he did when he was just, you know, starting being two. Cause, you know, when they're one and they're a baby, they don't necessarily have big interests. They're kind of more general. I can tell you that. I know everything there is to know about Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Um, And that's what he's interested in. And I can tell you, he loves to count. I know his favorite letters. I know his favorite colors. And that's what he's into right now. And we kind of like to give him a little of everything so he can explore the world. But when he does start to get interested in things, hey, I am not into sports. Not in the least bit. I'll watch football with my husband. And I will... tend to know about basketball when he talks about it (laughs) (laughs) but if my son wants to be in it or if he wants to do it or if he wants to try it i will be interested it doesn't necessarily just have to be games because that's what i'm interested in i kind of want to just be involved in anything that he wants to do and if he's enthusiastic about it i will try my best to be enthusiastic about it too
1: and that's the right attitude
0: um so Parents versus video games. What else do you know about, like, besides the glaring, throwing video games under the bus anytime something bad happens?
1: Uh, what do you mean?
0: So, I saw, and you know, because everything you see on the internet is true, um, a write-up about a parent who deleted his child's Minecraft game.
1: Yeah, uh, it was heartbreaking. And I, 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 I want to, I hope I remember the story right, but the kid, I don't know if it was because he was playing too, too many video games in the, in the parents' eyes, or if he did something, I believe it was his father was trying to punish uh, him or her for whatever reason and decided to go and delete the world in, in Minecraft, which likely took thousands of hours of that kid's time, creativity to really create something and build something that he was proud of. And the whole oh,
0: oh the whole, you're gonna love this. It was because <laughs> he was having trouble waking up for school on time.
1: Oh man, if I if I got punished every time I had trouble waking up, I would I would be in permanent disciplinary mode. But yeah, no, that's it's awful. Minecraft, it's not it's never been a game for me, but it really sparks creativity and and, and allows allows them to really explore their uh. I see you're reading over there.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at it. I'm so so, at so fill us in
1: a little bit. It's been a couple years since I saw that article. So do you want to give a, a little bit of a cliff notes?
0: The cliff notes of it is that his son built an impressive castle on an island, which he's proud, he was very proud to show his dad. And since school was canceled, he had issues waking up on time. He's supposed to wake up at 7 each morning. For the past month, he's been sleeping in about 9 or 10. I can always set an alarm for him, but he sleeps right through it. I don't wake him because waking himself up is a skill that he needs to learn. I told him about two weeks ago that there's going to be some consequences for him if he continues to sleep every morning. At first, he understood and was waking up on time every morning. But for the past week or so, he's fallen back into old habits. I told him yesterday that this was his final warning. He slept until eleven, and then he deleted his favorite Minecraft world. And that was took... a
1: Reddit thread, right? The father actually posted this, right?
0: Yeah, the father did, it. and he said I took away computer privileges for the next month. And he told I told him when I told him, he started screaming, crying. He said he told me he spent a whole year working on that world, and he's very distraught that he's never going to see it again. So, just to give you an idea, this boy is nine. He's That's a nine and a six-year-old.
1: And and I remember reading the comments, and everybody, um, everybody much pretty much telling the father that he was an asshole for doing this. To sum it up, yeah, uh, and that that falls back into that whole argument of not understanding, not not realizing the amount of work that. I don't want to call it work, but the amount of amount of pride and and just yeah, like, I mean that was work building the castle that he put together for the last year, and it's just there's a disconnect there. So taking an interest, finding out what it takes to go into this, to building these kind of worlds, and why they really enjoy it. it, it we, we were do, we were doing a couple of likenesses to uh, this issue, and my argument was my analogy was it's it's like bu- building an old antique car if that's if that's the father's hobby building a, an antique car from t- taking a year to find all the parts to put it together put it together and for the kid to just overnight just undo all that work that that you just put yeah, sell it. yeah just he sell it. It. it just just sell it it's gone Every all that work that you put into it scrap it's yard. gone um it, it's, it's just a car you could get another car but you learned your lesson right it's That's the best analogy I could come up with on the spot.
0: Punishment doesn't necessarily fit the crime, especially like I spent pretty much the entire pandemic lost in Animal Crossing New Horizons. And of course I built this crazy Island, went through everything and it takes a lot of time and effort. If you check out the time I spent on it, it was over 200 hours. That's what Nintendo tells me. And it tells me to take a break quite often, but I ignore it.
1: it (laughs) 200 hours ago that you checked that.
0: Yep. So like, I know how much goes into that. And as someone who plays games regularly? I could sympathize. So if it was something I didn't quite understand, I you're supposed to kind of connect with the person now. And if there's, there's got to be other ways to punish your kid, and obviously if he's nine years old, yeah, it's great to have like, like Mike said, he's he has five alarms set to get him up in the morning. And I could tell you that I'm one the type of person who just jumps right out of bed. So I, I hear <laughs>
1: alarm is usually the best. Her name yeah. is Sarah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I push him out of bed. And what am I going to do? Well, leave him in bed if he sleeps through his alarms, <laughs> and just let him miss work. Oh, you're going <laughs> to learn now that you're fired, and now we don't have that income. Thanks, thanks. So we have this
1: podcast going. Yeah, bring in the big bucks
0: because he lost his job because he kept him sleeping in. No, it's it is a skill that you should have, and you should be able to do it. However, it's not so easy. And he's nine, nine. My nephew's nine, and I cannot. I cannot see him self-regulating a whole lot of different things. That's why,
1: this is why cloud saves need to be standard.
0: Yes. (laughs) So. That way we won't have
1: this problem anymore.
0: So looking at that punishment fitting the crime and everything, and just parents just in versus video games, I think it comes down to just knowing what they're doing, what they're playing. Yeah. So let's go back to Mortal Kombat for a second. Mike, would you give Mortal Kombat to Luke? Have him play it.
1: Hmm. Maybe the Super Nintendo version.
0: No, I would not give it to Luke at all.
1: <laughs> no, no, he's 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 in that stage right now where we're trying to teach him that hitting people, biting. He's not he's not a biter, but there's been a couple times where um, we'd have him on us on our lap and he doesn't want to sit still and just give a little bit of a a little bit of a nibble to, to, <laughs> to get down. Um, but no, it, we, we don't want to encourage him thinking that hitting and kicking and violence is okay in any means. So right now, he doesn't understand that. And right now, he's at a very influential stage. So we want to keep that stuff away from him. So that's why we're sticking to games like Rain on Your Parade or uh, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, very, very cartoony violence. There's nothing really that he's, he's not going to go and spin into a box. I mean, he kind of does do that, but (laughs) you get the gist.
0: Well, and we could talk to him about it. It's easier to talk about cartoons and telling him that they're not real. And of course, at a certain age, like he's like, I said, two or three, he's like almost going to be three. But that's the whole thing. We could play these games in front of him and then talk to him about it. But at the same time, we're not going to whip out Mortal Kombat or Resident Evil or, uh, you know, even something like Call of Duty just with a lot of shooting and a lot of explosions and whatever. And because they have these lovely little things called game ratings, you know, when you buy a game and you're buying something and they have lovely little ratings that say mature, not recommended. When, when, um, (laughs) when a
1: parent buys a, an MA game, like Grand Theft Auto for their, for their nine or 10 year old. And then they're, then that parent walks back into GameStop. Why would you sell me this game? It's violent. (laughs)
0: What do you expect? It's bucking the response. It's bucking yes, the exactly. response. Yeah, yeah.
1: Same thing with movies. You got PG-13. You don't want to take a, a four-year-old to see a PG-13 movie or a 10-year-old to see an R-rated movie. It's You know what your child's maturity level is. I'm not saying you have to be 17 or up to see a rated R movie, but use those guidelines.
0: And it kind of circles back to just knowing your kid and talking to them. if. If they have a good grip on things and you could talk to them about it and you feel like they're mature enough and they're not quite hitting that, that age range, then maybe you sh- maybe they can play the game. But like you said, if you have a nine-year-old who has um, behavioral issues or if they don't understand the difference between right or wrong, don't go and buy them You know, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs>
1: it's, it's not going to be the mean, same case for every single child.
0: No, it's not. So it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. You know, I know that as a parent, I don't want my son playing any of those games. You know, I don't care what his friends say. But at the same time, if he wanted to play with them and try them when I was there, saying his friends, try, I'll try them. Again, we don't want to make sure, we're going to make sure that's not like, oh, your friends are doing it, so you can do it. But just being involved in having those conversations and knowing what they should be able to play and what we will play. Of course, they're going to try to guilt you into playing that stuff. I, I can't wait till those air, that age comes up.
1: It sounds easy now, but we'll know his maturity level if he's if he's ready. I'm probably a little bit looser. than this is as, as parents, one one thing that you got to make sure is you both mom and dad are on the same page on what is okay for the kid. Because mm-hmm. I might feel that he's okay to see something a little bit sooner than Sarah is, or vice versa. So make sure you discuss together what you feel is okay, so that way there's that's not an awkward uh conversation later mommy let me watch this mommy let me play this
0: yeah then it kind of pits you against each other so it's like it's like anything else i guess with parenting it's just that you have to make sure your lines of communication are open because you want to make sure that you know you you don't attack each other you Mm -hmm. attack the issue i feel like that that leads us into this uh next point which is when can gaming and parenting become a problem so games we love them you know when i was in college i used to play for hours pull all nighters you know and then actually mm-hmm. finish games you know <laughs> so i think now that i'm older not necessarily older but now that we have different responsibilities uh, i certainly can't pull an all nighter if i'm doing a full shift oh, and i definitely can't do it with two kids especially since one's an infant and con- needs my constant help because he can't move or you know go to the bathroom without couldn't <laughs> j- <laughs> feed himself I had that all that sort of jazz with my,
1: uh... When I get into involved in a, a game that I really, really like, I don't put it down until I beat it. So games like Control, which I played recently, <laughs> play those till three or four o'clock in the morning. Not a good idea when you have an infant and a and a toddler, a full-time job. Usually I just stick to the weekends, but...
0: Yeah, believe me, I did not let him off on that either. <laughs> I said, make sure you go to bed because, you know, those kids get up. He knows <laughs> what time kids get up, you know, because... He- Luke will be uh, singing and we'll hear him <laughs> on the monitor.
1: It's just, I just need to find that most ideal stopping point. The end of a chapter or the end of a, not a checkpoint. Checkpoint's not good enough. End of a chapter, end of an act that 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 that's, that's where I usually try to call it. And sometimes that's a two to three hour section that I don't realize until 4am.
0: But you can still have your cake and eat it too. When but the kids come first. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. Mike, like Mike does get lost in the video game world, and sometimes it's few uh, and far
1: between. It's not. It's not.
0: Yeah, it's not time. a. And it, when it does become a all the time thing, that's when it becomes a problem, and that becomes a different kind of conversation. But you got to communicate when you need to break down and work together to figure out how to make things work. So if I want to play a game and have a nice long session, I basically said, "Hey, you were playing this game. Now it's my turn." We have to kind of give and take whenever we want our alone time or find days or times that we can play. Like when the kids are asleep, it's easy to play. But um, I also like to play it on very low volume (laughs) so I don't wake the baby. And then headphones are four. Yeah. So, I mean, you could find a way to make it work, though I might not be able to play as long as I used to play. I could still find ways to get it in. The problem we have, I think, is finding games to play together because when we are playing games together...
1: The time, it's hard to find a time that aligns for both of us
0: yeah or you know like one of the kids is awake
1: mm-hmm. yeah because so. when, when one of us has a long a longer game session when both the kids are awake it's you take the kids for a little bit mommy's gonna go play or sarah goes and t- handles the kids for a little bit while i step downstairs and and, and play for a little bit usually uh, wh- when uh, the kids are home with us on the weekends we're usually out and about doing other stuff anyways but there there might come a time around seven or eight o'clock where we put one to bed and the other one's awake. So one of us will sneak off because we're both not needed to watch a, a nine month old and, and we'll play, but it, it's very hard to find time where both the kids are not around where we could both play at the same time.
0: Yeah. Usually that's our date day, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. We don't want to sacrifice the time. Cause I mean, they're only a baby for a year and they're only a toddler for so long. So you don't want to miss that kind of stuff. I mean, if you don't care, I suppose you can miss that stuff. But I don't nah, want to miss that stuff.
1: <laughs> be yeah,
0: there. It, I, yeah, I want to be there. I want to be, be present for that. And with both of the kids. So, I mean, something's got to take a backseat. And as much as I do love games, that's got to kind of sit back and fill in the gaps. Because other thing, it's just a matter of, you know, being an adult and take care of yourself and take care of your family. So, now that we've talked about the serious stuff, let's talk about the fun stuff. Parenting in games.
1: Yes. Boy.
0: Boy. For <laughs> when Luke was born, <laughs> Mike was playing God of War. And he beat God of War before he went through Doom 2016. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the whole time we were <laughs> calling our son Luke boy.
1: Boy. Boy. this section is going to be interesting I I don't even know how this is going to go Sarah has a whole bookload of notes and I just have the word boy so (laughs) over and
0: over again well there's a lot of like parenting and representation in video games I think that's an interesting topic to kind of slap in here because um, you know there are a lot of gaming dads and only a handful of gaming moms and parenting in general in video games is never like the main thing unless it's like part of the story driving but we'll get to that so parents actually with kids in video games there are a lot more than you would think and some of them are pretty ridiculous so obviously no go ahead
1: no 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 i was gonna say i I was trying to think of this and there weren't many that just i can't really think of recall many games uh that have parent involvement in video games so you go go ahead and rattle off because i was having trouble (laughs) thinking of anything
0: well the first one I think of is Donkey Kong. And uh, Donkey Kong... <laughs> <laughs> and Diddy Kong's his kid, right? I want to say he is. I
1: always assume that they were brothers.
0: They're brothers? <laughs> okay, hold on. Diddy Kong. Are you Donkey Kong's kid? And then there's DK Jr. Donkey Kong Jr., I mean, in the original Donkey Kong games, you know, with where Mario was the villain. <laughs>
1: Donkey Kong and Funky Kong are brothers. Their nephew is Diddy.
0: Okay. Who has no but, siblings. What about Donkey Kong Jr.? From the original. I'm talking about, like, the arcade version. You know, oh, the Donkey Kong then, that uh, throws the barrels.
1: Throwing your age back out there again.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: That's right. Yeah. So, I guess, technically, yeah.
0: I mean, Bowser has kids. Or he has a kid. And, well, I mean... Back in, like, Super Mario World, he had all of these kids, but I think they retcon those kids. I'm not necessarily sure.
1: So, do we know who Diddy's parents are?
0: No. He's an orphan. He <laughs> A banana orphan. And he's going down the rabbit hole. So, not only that, uh, so we got Kratos. Uh, let me pull up uh, my awesome list of super awesome, memorable dads. In video games,
1: oh, great grandfather, great grandmother, wrinkly Kong was his great grandmother. Did you know that?
0: Wrinkly, oh, that's the game. That's the one uh, that teaches at the college, right? She's dead now. <laughs> Dark. <laughs>
1: no, it's, it, it says on Donkey that she's deceased. She's a. There's a picture of her as a ghost, Ooh, Mrs. A ghost. Wrinkly Kong. She's the deceased wife of Cranky Kong. No wonder why he's so cranky. Uh, huh. Donkey Kong Jr. is his grandfather. Dixie Kong is his slightly older girlfriend. Why is the slightly older relevant?
0: What about Octodad?
1: Octodad? What the hell's is Octodad? There's a game
0: called Octodad. It shows you how much we uh, know.
1: Oh, no, I know I know Octodad. That's that's the uh, the octopus man. with the. We have to control all of his legs. I I tried that once.
0: What about Eli? Eli Vance?
1: No, I, I just went to Eli Manning.
0: <laughs> From Half-Life. So, uh, did, did you play Half-Life?
1: I did. I did, but...
0: See? Oh, oh, oh! Here's your favorite. These are not one. like
1: really like memorable parents. No, in video they're. Games.
0: They are. How about wait? How about this one? He, this one you have to remember. Sean. 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 Every
1: rain. That game. That game was fantastic.
0: <laughs> Do you remember his? His Ethan Mars. That's the name of the character. Um, yeah. I, I cool game, but you don't remember the characters. Like, like a lot of these video game dads besides like characters. Kratos. I mean, they're not as memorable as some other characters, but it's not necessarily... Like, I'm obviously skirting a couple well-known quote-unquote dads in video games. Like, Joel from The Last of Us, he has his daughter Sarah, but you don't necessarily... You get to see their, their relationship and everything that relationship has in the very beginning. In the very beginning. Yeah. And then you have his relationship with Ellie, but that's something... That's not necessarily parental. That's like uh, he's a pseudo father figure. So I'm talking about straight up actual biological children right now.
1: Yes, and that's where i so, had trouble thinking of many in video games.
0: Um, how about the mom in Pokemon? There's always a mom. These don't
1: count. These aren't real parents. These are these are just throwaway parents.
0: Um, they say are like um, Disney
1: movie parents.
0: There, I was trying to look for something that was really super super cool. Um, and um, what you call it? There's a in Overwatch, there's the character Anna. She's apparently this really badass character.
1: I, I saw that when I was trying to do a little bit of research on this.
0: Yeah, Flemeth. Oh, Flemeth. She's she's a piece of work. So, <laughs> yeah, she's a mom, but she's not necessarily something that's uh, considered a good mom. And then you have Freya um, from God of War. Oh, I there's a perfect mother, Genova. Genova. Jenova. Who's Jenova?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, God. She's the calamity that fell to Earth in Final Fantasy VII. That's Sephiroth's mommy, even though that's not his mommy.
1: And this is where I get crucified after I say I haven't played the Final Fantasy games.
0: Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> like, the list they have here, it's like Kangaskhan, the Pokemon. That's the He's... good mom. The mother right. penguin from Mario 64.
1: All right. So we're, we're going way off the rails here. So... <laughs> Parents there's like, no,
0: games. there aren't really any standout parents in video games. I think that's kind of sad. Uh, I mean, parents could be badass. I mean,
1: uh, Resident Evil 7, There was a, a family. I mean, the, the parents were part of that. They were enemies, but a little bit yeah. of a tragic story behind them.
0: Yeah, there's a tragic story. I feel like, um, I think what I said, there's a lot of things with parents. Mentors and father figures and any type of parental figures, I feel like a lot of the time it's used as a story device and very, very vaguely. It's like they usually use it as a passing of the torch kind of thing where, you know, the parents are taken away or uh, they're used as a driving force. Like you're being pushed out of the nest and the protagonist is a young protagonist that has mm-hmm. to go find their way.
1: A couple of games that stand out in, in regards to that for me are our uh, Fable, uh, right right from the get go. Uh, you lose you lose your parents from the beginning of the game. There's uh one was I just thinking of just like five seconds ago and I lost my train of thought. I forget.
0: I forgot. Parents always die. That's all <laughs> you have to remember. Parents always dead.
1: Yeah, there's um Plague Tale, another one. Uh not saying if if the parents die or don't die, but that's
0: there's parents and they're th- part of the
1: Yes, there's there's separation that's involved and the uh the sister becomes the parental figure, uh due to some uncertainty around the parents after an invasion play the game. Yeah. I loved it. You'll see what I'm talking about if you haven't played it yet, but there's, Again. there's not a whole lot of involvement with parents.
0: You know, what I just thought of um, a game that actually does feature two parents is it takes two.
1: Yes. Which we have not played yet.
0: Yeah. I can't wait. Game pass. Please
1: come to game pass. Sometime <laughs> this year. Sometime. We'll make sure to talk about it when we play it for sure.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, and when they're not necessarily being the mentor, that's being killed or, leading or showing people what to do, function as MacGuffin. So, like, in the case of, oh, Heavy Rain, when Sean gets taken, he's the thing that they have to collect.
1: Sean!
0: Sean! Sean! <laughs> Dude,
1: that's one of the few games where you actually play as... Actually, never mind. I think most of the games that I have have played <laughs> that have a parental figure. You are the parental figure. Like the, uh, the God of War and, like, Heavy Rain and... I don't know, the other games.
0: Yeah, so in those t- particular games, you are the father. You are the father. <laughs> no!
1: Mari the video game.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised that isn't a thing. I'm I sure mean, if they made Barbie the video game, they could make But Mari yeah, was a Jerry Springer
1: <laughs> game. Jerry Springer I'll bet you game.
0: there is. I'll bet you it's not good. <laughs> um, there is. So- it's a board game, though uh so that is well i guess it counts because we didn't say just video games we like board games yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> it fits yeah that's interesting because like i mean a lot of the time oh uh, you do play as the dad there's very few times where you play as the mom and that's few and far between it either mom is like secondary character or, or there's a few ch- instances where you do play as the mom i think in a was it Fallout you could choose to play as the mom?
1: I never played the Fallout games, but that sounds accurate. There is a Mario uh, board game. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're still on the Mario thing.
1: No, 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 no. I pulled up the Jerry Springer one, and it was a suggestion. So I, I didn't search for it. <laughs> and it's titled You Are Not the Father.
0: That You'll is. love this game. I, Perfect. I think it's the best game ever.
1: It's got four out of five stars. But yeah, no, I, 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 I can't think of any games where you really play as a mother. When, when it's optional when you it's a creative a character type of thing that's it's not really centered around parenting or or being a mother. So I, I don't know if I'd really.
0: Yeah, like most of the characters actually are, there's a lot of secondary characters that you can't play as. I know that um Red Sonia or Sonia in the Mortal Kombat series becomes a mother, but she wasn't originally a mother. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, count it. I mean it does. Like I mean Nora from Fallout 4, that's what it is. You could play as her. But that's the thing you have to choose to play as her or you can play as other characters. And her quest is to to, to find her son. But Oh, there's the boss in Metal Gear Solid 3. That's a mom. So, cool. Mm -hmm. And then there's the pseudo-fathers that we were talking about. The the people who aren't actually fathers. So, like, Joel falls into that category. he, He is a father to Sarah, but... Then for he the main storyline, though, he's uh, yeah, he's like the pseudo father, pseudo dad, pseudo dad. Yeah, that's it. That's like it. Not like necessarily parenting has to be the forefront, but I feel like it's a it's a good story device in a lot of the time, like for a, a lot of characters.
1: The fact that it's so hard to figure out parents in video games just tells me that needs to be more.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: and more family it dynamic.
0: Cool. It would be cool. Uh, what is that? We actually speaking of a uh, family dynamic. There was an interesting trailer for a new game at E3 that showed like a whole family unit. Do you remember what that was on? It was like, sure?
1: do you remember what yeah, show it was?
0: It was, I believe, the Xbox show, and it was in the vein of Little oh. Nightmares.
1: Oh yeah, the uh, the game that I thought it reminded me of, uh, Inside. Ah oh, shit, what was the name of it? It was. It had a name. News. It's not
0: replaced because that game looks freaking awesome. I love it, Um, Somerville.
1: um, It was called Somerville.
0: There's a whole family unit there. I mean, you do have. I guess technically, you can have family units in other games, and like, like the Sims and (laughs) games like that, where you can create your own little family if you really want to. Or I and like, I think we'll talk about this when we talk about relationship, uh, our our relationship videos, um.
1: Oh, this is this is a perfect family game. It's a, that's Somerville, the player controls a family of three: a father, a mother, and their young son, as well as a pet dog. So there we go. It covers everything.
0: Puppy, you could play as a puppy. I, <gasps> Best game ever.
1: I, I, yeah, I don't like the Wikipedia <laughs> explanation though. It says you play as a family of three: mother, father, and their young son, as well as their pet dog. The pet dog is part of the family.
0: Yes, that's a that's a that's, solid family unit right there. <laughs>
1: Player must guide one of, of their one of the characters through the ruins of civilization, avoiding a strange, arti- alien artifact, trying to kill humans, and working with human survivors to find safety for the family. Hmm. So there we go. That's one for Sounds us to uh, right. play together.
0: We'll have to talk about post-apocalyptic is as, as a topic at one point because there's a that's lot like a of genre games. of itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of games that have that background. A lot of games. <laughs> it's
1: no different than TV and movies, though. It's just, uh... There's just a lot of content around it.
0: Yeah, so, like, I mean, parenting in video games just in general. Just kind of closing it off. I feel like, um... It's not necessarily a focal point, I suppose. It's not under... it. it I feel like it's a little underrepresented. Because, I mean, you can't have a main character doesn't ha- that doesn't have tragedy. Or, you know, can't have a full family unit. You can't have any of that. Not allowed. Not allowed to have a mother or a father. You <laughs> no. have to either kill them both off, have only one or the other.
1: How are you going to have a story without dead parents?
0: I know. How are you going to have Batman without dead parents? All right, we got to wrap it up. So, yes. Um. Let's just go to our. Uh, what are we playing? Because it's what? been a week.
1: <laughs> you You go first. You're 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 better at playing video games than me.
0: I am not better at playing video games. I'm still an Octopath Traveler, but I actually made a little progress. Forty and, hours later. Yeah, I'm. Sometimes, hey, that might not be full forty hours because sometimes I have to put it on pause and let it sit, <laughs> and no, that I, might be what it is. No,
1: no, when you pause it, I, I don't think that counts for your your in-game time. This is the uh, save menu in the game. No, I don't I think don't know.
0: so. If if you have it. Paused during a battle and you're just letting the battle music play when you still say counts. pause do you mean you
1: actually push pause or you just let I, it sit there you can't
0: really I just let it sit there like you you have the a...
1: characters just have a little like tea party while you're yeah while they're fighting a baby monster or baby right, or something.
0: yeah right in the middle of a battle when when Reese needs to eat Reese needs to eat so I have to pause it and I can't pause it during a battle so I just let it go so that might be you know 15 minutes there 20 minutes there All right.
1: so <laughs> we'll, we'll bump it down to 37 hours
0: okay i i am really into it i'm getting through most of the chapter two quests and i'm moving quite move along quite nicely i think i cleared three three chapter two quests and i'm starting to realize i have to level some of my characters that i don't play with (laughs) so i have three mains that i like to keep in my party and my three mains are um the hunter and i like cyrus the scholar and tressa the um the merchant because I like all of their abilities and I have them doubled up with k- job classes. So Cyrus is both a merchant and a scholar because he has very high uh, uh, elemental attack. I have his his stats are insane when it comes to that, and I can basically wipe out anything that I want with one spell, <laughs> <laughs> which is great and I love it. However, Cyrus do... OP.
1: I think we uh, talked about this last week. Whenever <laughs> she plays a, a an RPG. Always OP.
0: Always OP. But I also like the fact that I have the merchant class, which allows me to steal, um, <laughs> steal money, and then he can restore his own uh, SP, where I get it's I don't know if it's spirit points or whatever, but it's his magic. It's his magic points, whatever. He can restore his health and his magic points without having to use any items. And then I have Tressa, who is the merchant, who is better at um the collecting money from enemies and stronger than Cyrus. May I add? Uh, I have her double as the healer because she has a decent magic stat so she's good uh, she fun- functions as my healer. Then I have my third slot which is swapped out with all the other characters that I have. I think currently I have uh the apothecary there and I had him as a thief because I needed to get him to level 20 so he can use his insight which is a little bit better I know uh, conversational skills because I need to level that up otherwise I can't use it <laughs> because when I try to figure out what talents people are all about and get, like, free discounts at the end and find hidden items, there's a level cap apparently. Which <laughs> sucks! <Okay. laughs>
1: and you would find it. You would yeah. get the level cap.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and then my Hunter, I, I double up her, I double up, double down on her on her physical attack and I made her a warrior. So, she basically could swipe anybody. Like, she, I send her in battle and she can attack one person and just take out one by one if she likes. So, yeah. OP
1: beast me i'm a sucky gamer i'm a sucky gamer lately i'm not i'm not doing very good changing some stuff around in my life and uh reorganizing some things and reprioritizing to try to open up a little bit more time but i put a little bit more time into psychonauts that was that was pretty much it you
0: started psychonauts because you You didn't say yeah you just started it
1: i'm a good i'm a good hour and a half in now yeah so you i'm invested
0: (laughs) you (laughs) <laughs> it's interesting that the art style of that game is interesting yeah
1: it you know what for a game that's 20 years old or however old it is it held up really really well so i'm playing it it's got a lot of a lot of tim burton-esque charm so weird as that phrase sounds it's 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 a pretty charming game it's extremely original i'm i'm, I'm playing it in anticipation for psychonauts 2 which comes out in august
0: yeah, I was watching, and it, it, it's actually really kind of neat—the like, the story, the concepts, the the So original. Elements. It is. It's neat. I like it, though. I, I'm not a huge fan of the art style, but that's just my taste. But I would still play it because platforming looks a little, <laughs> looks fun.
1: Yeah, it's 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 so far super solid controls run smoothly. It, it just I, I'm I'm loving how original it is so far. It, 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 it's it's unlike that. anything I've played. Yeah, 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 I could see it. I'm, I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel the hype a little bit. Other than that, I haven't played anything else. But I, I started uh, Yakuza Zero a while back with is that the intent. Yes, well, it, it wasn't the first one to release, but it was a, uh, I guess more of an origin story. So I, I wanted to go through that and play through uh, the whole Yakuza series, and because I heard the, the the latest one is great. The only thing is, they're about sixty hours a game, and there's like ten of them. So, but you I'm, don't want
0: to you don't want to go dance and sing karaoke. And uh,
1: it, th- these games are ridiculous, but they're a ton of fun. It's just the time comm- commitment is hard to it's hard to stick with. So I'm, I'm thinking about playing Yakuza like a dragon. The Only thing is, I know it spoils stuff from the previous games, so I have to go. All in and accept the fact that I'm not going to be able to play through the uh the first. Or I'm I'm not going to get around to playing the first six. The only problem is with the Yakuza, Yakuza, and they, that's another one that just dropped on Game Pass in the last week or two. Is it changed to turn based style oh, instead of fine. the instead of the real time combat?
0: How is that a problem? I I, don't I haven't played
1: I haven't played and enjoyed a turn based game since Pokemon Yellow. I think.
0: Well, that was a couple two three years. Maybe it's about time. they. There's a reason why people So are it's,
1: that uh, with, uh, with, uh... Like a button! Kill
0: things! Don't sit and strategize!
1: I actually, I fell down the rabbit hole of this game the other day, and I, uh, I realized that, um, back in 2019, it was still supposed to be a uh, real-time combat system, but they, uh, they made an April Fool's joke back in 2019 with the intention of, uh, of just a, a turn-based style, and it was just a joke. And they, uh, fan reception was super strong. So they re- redid the whole combat in the last uh, year and a half of development to turn it into a turn based style. And it, it was RPG of the year or, or in the running for it. And the mainline Yakuza games are going to go forward with the turn based style. So um, <laughs> maybe I should just jump right in with it and just see if I like it. And
0: uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, why I'm not? I, what else are you going to do right now? I mean, I'm going to.
1: There's about six or seven other games or ten other games in the Yakuza universe that I'd be missing.
0: I am the queen of playing several games at a time and not finishing them. All right, so, like, as far as that's concerned, you don't know what you're doing, but we did start Halo 3.
1: Yes, we did. We got through the first, was it the first chapter or the first two chapters? Yeah, we got
0: through the first chapter, at least. So, yeah, progress. I really hope this
1: holds up because I, in nostalgia mode, Halo 3 was... uh, was my favorite thinking back to the uh the original trilogy actually all five Look, of them
0: i'm i'm a little pissed because uh. i have to play as the arbiter
1: <laughs> <laughs> your player too?
0: yeah I, i'm master chief
1: <laughs> i'm master chief you're the arbiter
0: deal with um, it i'm i will deal with it but i won't be happy about it uh, we also got to play a little bit of the overcooked all you can eat DLC. And I'm super excited that on August 9th, they're going to have the five year anniversary DLC drop, and you get to make cake and tea. And I'm so excited. Yeah,
1: that's a free update for the people that have the all you can eat yeah, yeah, edition, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Which we yeah, have because yeah. we have every edition ever.
0: I'm going to yeet tea leaves at you. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm so excited.
1: And the other one that we started, uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance. We played through the first mission. Uh.
0: That was, I mean, I, it has problems, but if you're just looking to go in hack and slash, I'm a fan of hack and slash games. Uh, when I was when I was uh younger, I used to play the, the Lord of the Rings hack and slash games, and of course, I played Hyrule Warriors, which is pretty much all hack and slash. <laughs> it, it's they're fun and they're mindless fun sometimes. And when they try to add strategy to it, it's like no, no. You remember what this is supposed to be? I'm supposed to be pressing yeah. the buttons and murdering hordes of things. Whatever. If you're gonna it is play it up.
1: though, just be aware that it's it's still clunky. It it has it some is
0: very clunky. Yeah,
1: it, it it's it's not very smooth. The combat is probably the weakest part of the game, and as a combat centric game so just know that going into it it's it needs yeah. some more time in the oven hopefully they continue to patch it up i, I think it has has potential i, I think like, it could be a fun co-op experience i feel like
0: you had a little bit more of a uh, of a time because of the uh because you played as the um the warrior with yeah. the gigantic hammer <laughs> he's the damage dealer and i was he just goes yeah. rogue. He just keeps yeah.
1: swinging, and he just goes forward. He, he can't go in any other direction. When you're in, in combat mode, you're just gonna keep going forward, 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 unless you stop swinging. So, it's... You have a yeah. you don't have a ton of control over your character.
0: And I played as the uh, as the archer and sniper, so it was the ranger. And I pretty much... if As long as I was a decent enough distance, I didn't ever, ever need to worry about my health. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also very good at sniping things. As far as what we're playing with our kids... Uh, I, I haven't really. We haven't really played anything with Luke um, lately. Not last week. Mike started Psychonauts, and he seemed to be into that. Um, but he he was more interested in watching movies, and we we just started watching Luca. And he actually asked for Spirited Away yesterday. So he's he's not necessarily he's in the cultured. games right now. Yep, he's cultured. He wanted to. I trained him would. well. I did. He loves Totoro, and it. Alright, so that's it for this week. So parents and video games and everything, everybody just needs to listen and chill out and write more roles that have strong moms and dads in their roles. I mean, Kratos is as strong as you can get, I guess. But still a dead mom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: still a dead mom.
0: Still a dead mom. <laughs> you can't grow unless your parents are dead.
1: Yeah, or at least one of them.
0: I guess. And, yeah. Whatever, like I said, strong mom characters do exist in games. So they're just few and far between. Strong dad characters do exist in games. Again, few and far between. Do yourself a favor and do a quick search. It's hard to see any of that, but it, but it's cool. Whatever. Yeah. If you're it's a developer a market,
1: and you're listening, make a game with parents.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did. It takes two.
1: It takes two. And Somerville, there needs to be more. Just keep,
0: just keep making them. Just keep making. Yeah, different perspective. I mean. It'd be something fresh, something new. Yeah. All All right. right. Well, until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Mike. And yeah, stay alive.